Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this Sunday morning from Upasna. Before we begin today, let's just take a moment to arrive. Pull your spine straight. Lighten your mind and close your eyes. Soften your whole body. Soften the belly and get grounded. Pay attention to that breath, gently rising and falling at the belly. Nothing more. Breath is coming in and breath is going out. For a moment, just stop the breath wherever it is. Bring your attention to that expansion happening in the chest, upper chest. And slowly release the breath. Let's do this two or three times. Stop the breath wherever it is. Release it. You will notice the moment you stop the breath, 
there is a little anxiety. <clears throat> Once you go beyond the anxiety in acceptance, there is expansion and absorption. Enjoying that absorption of the prana. Again, wherever we are, just stop the breath. Take your mind to the heartbeat. Each heartbeat pulsating through your whole being. This is a beautiful practice to take a little time every day and connect with that pulsation of the heart. Life. With each breath in, life comes in. With the breath out, life goes out. Life and death. There is no guarantee the breath that's going out is going to come back. Each moment we live and die. Each breath can be an incarnation. Microcosm, macrocosm. <clears throat> I was talking to someone the other day. She said, Babaji, I like the concept of liberation, moksha, nirvana, being one with God. But I don't want to die. And if I do die, I want to come back. In yogic thoughts, all the yogis in India, in Hindus philosophy, Going through the cycle of birth and death is suffering. The ultimate goal is not to come back. But this person said, I don't want to just get absorbed in, in God. I want to come back. to enjoy, to experience life.
We live in fear of dying. Everybody has some degree of fear of dying. If we look deeply at it, what is life and what is death? It's the two sides of the same coin. We live every moment, we die every moment. This whole notion of death, what comes to our mind when we are contemplating this? The fear of losing something? Or the fear of those left behind and they will be suffering, what will happen to them? Fear of not enjoying what we have created. Or if you go deeper, in many traditions, there is Bardo and those places that nobody wants to be hanging in. Who knows? Nobody really knows. Mostly, people are just scared of losing something that they have. Attachment. The truth is, no matter how hard we try to grab onto something, It's leaving us constantly. Even this body that we try to protect and take care of it, the truth is it's leaving us every moment. Everyone who is born one day dies. We begin to come closer to that date of leaving this body from the moment we are born, day by day. It's certain, death is certain. If something is certain, why to live in fear of it? If we live in the fear of it, the moment that's present now, we lose out on it, we miss out on it. Going back to this conversation with this friend <clears throat> who said, I don't want to die. And if I do die, I want to come back. What came to my mind was this drop was falling from the clouds over the ocean 
look below at the vastness of the ocean, felt so sorry and small. It fell into the ocean, became the ocean. When we are looking at our attachments and our identifications, we are identifying with our drop self. Looking at things from a very narrow perspective. But the yogis, sages, keep pointing us towards is, you are not the drop. We have come from the ocean and returned to the ocean. We take on a life, a personality, a story, begin to identify with it, big, hold on to it, and are constantly dragged by it. How blessed life is when we are able to separate ourselves from our story, take a step back, look at the bigger picture. Where I came from, why did I come, and where am I going? Where am I going? Even if we were given the eternal life, that this body doesn't die, we'll get bored of it at some time because no matter what is happening in life, there comes a moment we're done with it. We're looking for something different. In scriptures, there are some stories of a few who have been given immortality. One is Hanumanji, Hanumanji. Hanumanji is always constantly repeating the name of God, Ram, Ram, Ram. That's the way his life is passing. Other one, wanders around like a hungry ghost, totally miserable, not finding joy in anything. Although living, but always looking for something more. Which kind of life do we deserve? Which kind of life do we aspire for? We have no control over when that moment arrives. 
<clears throat> what we have control over is when that moment arrives, I embrace it, accept it fully. That is the moment to become the ocean, not the drop. When we're looking at our life, all our attachments, our relatives, and our things, our experiences, joy, and sadness, we are truly identifying with our small self. How freeing it is to be free from our story. How freeing it is to be free from all the obligations, all the attachments. All these things are just looking attachments and obligations and our story, such a narrow perspective. Speaking from my own personal experience, there was a moment in my life. I was going through a procedure and middle of the night, I was sitting alone. And this nurse came, she said, sign this. And I took the paper and I was about to sign. She said, read it, you may die. And I signed it anyway, but after she left, I really started thinking, yes, it's, it could happen. Thoughts came, what will happen to this ashram, Banaras, the, the orphanage and all these things I have created, what will happen? Initial reaction was all this, but then that did come. I have no control over those things. New things will emerge. New ideas will come. New people will come. Every soul has its own journey. Every soul who is born has his or her own journey. Yes, we try to provide. We try to take care of them. We try to make sure that they're taken care even after I'm gone. But really, how often does all those plants work? We are not in control. So if our fear, our fear or sadness after dying is about those who are left behind, we really have to understand they have their own journey. I spend a little time with them, played this role on this stage of life, but I have my own journey. Understanding this, that each soul has its own journey, gives us a, some kind of freedom from 
feeling responsible. And when we deeply think about our own journey, that also gives us freedom from all this entanglement, the worldly entanglement, including the entanglement of our own senses. Yes, we want to enjoy, we want to continue enjoying, but we also know nothing lasts forever. When I told the story of the drop and the ocean to this friend, for a moment she stopped and said, yes, Babaji, I can only imagine what it must feel like to be the ocean. When the soul leaves the body, It, depending on its karma, either it's absorbed into that great unknown where it has come from, that's called liberation, nirvana, or because of some karmic predicament, if it has to come back, it does return and when and how and in which species it returns to, to depends on its own karma. No one has any control over it. The greatest aspiration of a yogi or anyone who has, who is on this path, is to find the liberation, moksha. That's the one and only goal of this life, the ultimate goal. May I become the ocean. May I be one with the ocean, not the drop. Sometimes people say there is the fear of the unknown. How do we deal with the fear of the unknown? Trust. Trust in yourself. No matter what situation you are in, if you have that trust about yourself, no matter what happens, I'll take care of it. I'll be there. I'll manage it. Worst of all fears come. The day before we were thinking, oh my God, if that happens, I'll die. I don't know what to do. I wouldn't know how to handle it. It, it happens. We manage it. Yes, we go through some suffering and some disappointments, but ultimately we manage it. We come through it. 
And each one of us has seen it time and time again. We do have that ability within us to accommodate ourselves to whatever the situation happens. Our loved ones leave. The one we thought we couldn't do without, they're gone. We are still here managing it, living. So things do happen, things will happen. It's up to us how we navigate our life through this. And in my thinking, we all have to face it. We all have to go through this. It's wise to take a step back and really do some deep contemplation, thinking. See through the reaction of the mind, yes, but. Yes, but will come. But we really have no control over it. And when we truly realize that this is not within my control, hopefully, our mind comes towards our ultimate goal. Death will come. It doesn't mean I don't, I stop taking care of me and try to take care of my health and do. We do, this is life. There is joy in it, but not live in fear. And this is why we do all this meditation and spiritual practice to come to that acceptance of our ocean self. or boundless self, not the bound self. If we keep identifying only with our bound self, limited self, the dropped self, <clears throat> we'll continue to live in fear. So we are very blessed if we are able to take a step back, transcending all the reactions and the agitations of the mind, attachments of the mind, going through it, see the sky self, see the sky. The drop falling from the sky, from the sky, could sometimes get caught in little clouds and get washed away and carried away somewhere else. But ultimately it's going to drop. It's not going to stay hanging there in one place. Such is life. Anyway, this came to me because of that conversation. <clears throat> and I really had no topic to talk about today, but it just came. So 
I would like to take a break right here and maybe we'll have a little time with each other in your chat rooms and then we'll come back. Thank you for listening. <laughs>